0: And I'm Katie. And welcome Welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. And we are best Best friends. friends. We're just discussing how
1: best we are. We're the best. Well, what are we doing here today? Uh, We
0: are going to first go over some awesome feedback that we actually got from people. Thank you. Thank you. I personally love telling people about my dreams, as you heard in the last episode, so I would imagine that other people would love to tell us their dreams so that we can tell everyone else.
1: Yes, and I would like to, in particular, thank my dear, lovely, wonderful Aunt Harriet, because I, you guys, I tried... I got a dream journal, I put it by my bed, and I tried, and I cannot remember my dreams for the life of me, so I'm just sharing her dreams <laughs> instead of mine. Hmm.
0: Thanks, Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start with that? Here, yours is longer, so I'm gonna go through. I asked like a few different people about their dreams, and the the consensus was, I don't have dreams, or I don't remember my dreams, or I don't really have nightmares. Or, there was a dream one time when I was little where I went somewhere, and that was it. I asked multiple people this, like, I want to say, like, four to five people, mm-hmm. and they all said pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I heard a lot of
1: similar, like, I don't remember my dreams unless it's, like, super vivid nightmare dream.
0: Mm, that's sad. Yeah. No, everybody else was just, yeah, nah. nah not not super great feedback except that I guess the general populace does not feel like they dream or don't remember their dreams or it's not that big of a deal to them it's a big it's a big deal to me i love my dreams i hallucinate every night for hours it's a part of who i am but you're not completing your sleep cycles just the last one in the morning apparently <laughs> apparently not and i think that's also why i've been so groggy in the mornings like mm-hmm. once the light in the um the season change where yeah. it's dark all the time. As soon as that started happening, I stopped like waking up naturally before my alarm. And even though I have like a light that turns on at six thirty or something to like light up the room before I wake up, I'm still waking up. Like, <laughs> I'm still waking up um, in the middle of dreams. My alarm wakes me up from a dream. I think like every day this past week, it has done that. So, it makes me feel groggy. I'm in the middle of a sleep cycle, but I remember my yeah. dreams. It's a Mm trade-off. I don't know. I have been, because I've
1: been trying to be aware of it, but I've been waking up and there's like that immediate feeling of like, I I think there was a dream and then it's just gone and I can't access it. And it's kind of upsetting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I imagine it would be upsetting if I couldn't remember any of my dreams. And I don't know. I do also wake up a lot in the middle of the night. I'm a very light sleeper and I have to pee all the time. So...
1: Moment of honesty, we're eating a piece of cookie cake right now. Well, you got to tell them they just think this is what I sound like. No, because you're going to sound weird. And they're going to be like, what happened to Katie? Did she have a stroke during the podcast?
0: No, I'm just eating food while I'm talking because I can't control myself. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing at me. (laughs) It's good. Okay, anyway, tell your story about your feedback.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Well, my aunt said uh, she was telling me she had some very interesting dreams about um, my grandfather. She was, you know, the main person managing his care. He passed away a couple of years ago. And so I think around his death, she just had a lot of, like, weird, vivid dreams about him.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, like, for example, once she took him to an organ concert, not because she thought that he liked organ music, but because the organist was also a helicopter pilot (laughs) and she knew that he would be interested in that. Ah. And then after the concert, they met the organist and he offered to take them for a ride in his helicopter. It turned out to be a huge helicopter capable of interstellar travel, like the Starship Enterprise. Of course. (laughs) So we went for a ride and went way beyond the solar system and the galaxy. And then after a while, because it takes a long time to do interspace
0: travel. As you know. Yeah.
1: My grandfather died Ah! on the helicopter. Ah! And then the pilot died, Ah! leaving no one knowing exactly where they were or how to fly back to Earth. But then luckily... My grandfather, she said, obligingly woke up from being dead, looked at the stars and figured out what direction they needed to fly, mm-hmm. got us back safely to Earth, and then went back to being dead. Ah. Which I think says a lot about her faith in my <laughs> granddad. I don't know, he's a very strong
0: man, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, steadfast yeah. is how I would
1: describe him.
0: So, Someone you yeah. can trust and lean yeah. upon and get support from. He was also a literal pilot, so <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Huh.
1: Um, yeah, she said she also had uh, that same type of dream we talked about last week where there's like a secret room attached to your house. And um, she said she had a very interesting one several years ago where there were like numerous levels under the house with hotels, restaurants, shopping mall, casinos, theaters, condos, but it was all really shoddily built, (laughs) just crappy sticks of lumber nailed together. So the whole time she was just worried about the house collapsing and not enjoying all the amenities
0: that her home. I, I hate that. I have some very, like, cool dreams, but there's, like, little details where my, like, normal reality brain is, like, worrying about, like, oh, no, this, this might happen. What about this? I wonder why this is happening. Like, instead of enjoying what's going on, like, the reality of things that aren't part of your dream reality seep in and you're, like, worried about things that don't actually matter.
1: Yeah, when it pervades into your fun dream time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is interesting. She said um, she's had a few dreams that were psychic in some way. (gasps) Which, who can relate? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Uh, She said uh, in one dream, she knew about something was going to happen to someone else, but she had no way to know about. And uh, this happened when she was a student at Baylor in 1977. She said, there was a guy I knew from band, a gay guy, and I'd known him all through high school, and they both uh, ended up at Baylor. Anyway, um, she dreamt about him the night before a Baylor football game. And dreamed that he was very sick and about to die. And it felt so real that she woke up sobbing. Yeah, She said she had never woken up crying from a dream before or or, or since. So she knew it wasn't normal. And that day, she said she saw him as the band gathered and told him about the dream. And so the exact time she had been dreaming about that, he had been in real fear for his life... Some big guy in real life had been mm-hmm. pounding on his dorm room door, screaming, you raped my sister, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Which I mean, from what we know of him, I don't think he raped this guy's sister. Um, but yeah, so he was somehow able to convince the guy that he had the wrong room, wrong person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she dreamt that he was Good going to die. That and he really might have died. Mm -hmm. I had something similar once where I had a dream about a family friend and I can't remember, I think in the dream she was like sick or something and but everyone was just really worried about her and then come to find out from her brother like a few weeks later that right around when I had had that dream she had actually been sexually assaulted. Mm. So I'm like, why was she in my dream? That also happened with a girl I knew from college. I dreamt I dreamt she had to go to the hospital and then like the next day she put a post on Facebook about how she had to check herself into like a psychiatric facility. Mm. So I'm not saying we're psychic in my family, but we're a little bit psychic. And next week I want to talk about my paternal grandmother's psychic dreams, but we'll save that. (laughs) We'll save that.
0: Hmm. Well. Have you ever prophesied? I I think I have like a little bit, but Mm -hmm. nothing so grand or interesting that I remembered. Um. The last dream I had where I was like, oh, I hope this isn't going to come true. I had a dream that my sister got Corona and died. Oh. And um, I told her about it and I was like, don't die. And then a week later she was like, I have a sore throat or something. And she was like, I'm going to go get tested. It better not be true. And I was like, oh. And it was negative. So that was not prophetic in any way. (laughs) But I want to say I've had like one where something like that happened. But
1: mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, Harriet said it best. She said um, her dreams have convinced her that people are connected in ways that the laws of physics and biology cannot explain. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe there is something to, like, if you have a connection to somebody and they're going through something so extreme, maybe the, I don't know, energies of that could reach you in the dream world. I don't know.
0: I like to think that... (laughs) You like to think that everything's connected?
1: I like to think that there is more than we can explain.
0: I like to explain things. I don't know. I like the (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo. You do like the woo-woo. I like to do woo-woo things, but I can't say that I'm like in belief of them. Yeah, I think you do it like for fun. I do it for fun, yeah. Yeah. I like to pretend I believe in things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's funny that we like consider that woo woo, but then, like, if it's an established religion, what (laughs) is totally cool to believe in that? Like, eh. give it a few thousand years. Yeah, see what becomes of it. I mean,. If you say you believe in the power of prayer, I think it'd be hard to argue against the power of dream energy Mm -hmm. because it seems similar to me. (laughs) I don't know. I guess there's that God element or whatever,
0: but (laughs) comment down below what you
1: think about (laughs) am I insulting your religion personally? Sorry. Let us know. No, I, I like for people to believe in things as long as it's, you know, good for people and not hurting anyone.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. Things can help people. The power of belief is strong. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong.
1: It's my turn to eat cookie cake on the air.
0: Okay, well, we'll see if you sound more, more like you're eating than I did. I mean, my chewing's loud, but I was going to maybe not talk a lot. Okay. Um... Shall we dive into the theme or sorry the the specific topic of this episode? Yeah, what was that? The specific topics were what are dreams? Mm-hmm. Um what was your other one?
1: Oh yeah, but it's just like the like the science, science of dreams. Yeah, the
0: science of dreams, what they are, how they happen, and then yeah. we were also gonna touch on lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis or night terrors, I guess. Just sort of the things that can go wrong while you sleep. Yeah, the things that can be,
1: like, actually studied Mm -hmm. in dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll start with, what even are dreams? Vivid hallucinations in your sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. And so there's an old theory, not old, but there's a pretty prevalent theory about dreams that it's just, like, random neural firing... And that you're just seeing, like, pictures and ideas from the day. And then when you wake up, you, like, make the story to make sense of it.
0: Oh. But that doesn't make sense to me because mine, yeah. (laughs) No. I disagree. (laughs) I disagree strongly. My dreams are like participating in a movie or participating in a, a reality that I can't discern from normal reality. Yeah. And I have, I'm going to interject real quick before I forget, because I did not write down any of my dreams this week. I just woke up and told Becca. Yeah. And so (laughs) I literally had a dream that I was searching for a bathroom and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And I finally found a bathroom, sat down and I was like, this doesn't feel right. And so I slapped myself in the face and I was like, no, I'm awake. This isn't a dream. And I peed. But luckily, I. If you didn't. pee in the dream, do you pee in real life? No, I. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you as could. a little kid, yeah. that was definitely an issue for me. As peeing in my sleep meant you, you were, I was wetting the bed. Yeah. But now I can just Same. pee in my dreams, and it's fine. But I, I knew something was wrong, so I yeah. slapped myself in the face in my dream to be like. Oh, no, I'm awake. This is fine. And pee. Can you believe that? Okay. But we discussed it. We said, if you have any doubt, (laughs) then you are dreaming. Yeah. If you can't tell if you're asleep, you're asleep.
1: Yeah. And I say don't risk it, folks. I think if you pee in your dream, there's a good chance you could pee in real
0: life. There is a good chance. Especially if you're a old bedwetter like us. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue on what dreams are.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, um... I got most of my research today from an article in the Scientific American, uh, written by Sander van der Linden. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this like random firing theory that, you know, it's not really meaning anything. There's a name for that. Activation synthesis hypothesis. Yeah, that they're merely electrical brain impulses pulling random thoughts and imagery from our memories. Yeah, but given the vast documentation mm-hmm. of the realistic aspects of human dreaming, mm-hmm. and also that mammals such as cats also dream. And dogs. And dogs. Yeah, you can see them dreaming, and they do yeah. the little like, twitchies and run after stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we've kind of moved away from that hypothesis and more toward the um, threat stimulation theory. Ooh,
0: stimulation or simulation? Simulation. That's what I figured. <laughs> like you're simulating um, different scenarios and things that could happen. Yeah, it's your brain's way of working out like problem solving. Yeah, exactly. I've heard I've heard that before.
1: Yeah. So that's why, like, animals, if they're dreaming, they're usually dreaming about chasing or hunting something because that's, you know, what their scenarios are. But, yeah, so that dreams could be seen as a ancient biological defense mechanism. So, like, kind of to prep you for real life in a safe dream situation. hmm so that kind of makes sense, like, if you're having anxiety dreams or, you know, dreams where something's chasing you, maybe that's just practice for, you know, if it happens in yeah. real life. If
0: you're worrying about it a lot, then it would make sense that you would need a, a dry run to try and work it out in a in a, um, a consequence-free environment. Right. Yeah, low stakes. <laughs> hmm.
1: But, anywho, so... Just about how you can remember dreams. The general consensus is that your most vivid dreams happen while you're in REM sleep. That's the rapid Rapid eye movement. movement.
0: Isn't that a silly name? I mean, they call it that because your eyes get real twitchy. Yeah, but like there wasn't anything else to identify it. They were like, well, that's obviously the deepest part because they're looking around. (laughs) Yeah. Under their eyelids. Do you think that's happening, like, because you're dreaming and
1: you're, like, your body's still, like, looking around at stuff?
0: I think if we looked it up, we could find out if it's, like, muscle spasms or based on, like, you were trying to move inside of your body. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ooh, isn't it, there's, like, some disorder that some people have where, like, they don't, it doesn't turn off. Well, that's why sleepwalking happens. Yeah. But, like, the, I think it's a hormone that, like, tells your body to not move while you're dreaming.
0: That's also into sleep paralysis territory.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll save that for you. (laughs) Yes, save that for me. So let's see. So yeah, that happens in REM sleep. So you're more likely to remember your dreams if you wake up before the end of your REM sleep cycle. Cause it's like, you know, if the movie's playing Mm -hmm. and then it finishes and then you wake up, you might not remember versus waking up in the middle of it. And then
0: you might actually remember it. So I'm just sleeping. Too
1: well to
0: remember my dreams. And I've never slept very well. My entire life has been marred by, like, being a light sleeper and waking up a million times and rolling over. I have to toss and turn all night long. So it makes sense that I would remember mine because I'm just, I break up my sleep so much more probably than you do. Yeah, no, you have always
1: been the lighter sleeper <laughs> yeah. of the two of us. I've always been a very heavy sleeper. <laughs> But yeah, so that's about what I got
0: for Water dreams. All right. Let's talk a little bit about lucid dreaming. How do you feel about your lucid dreaming capabilities? I feel like I've successfully done it like twice. See, and that's crazy to me. But there is a difference. Apparently, there's a difference between um, being aware you're in a dream and being able to control your dream once you're aware of it. Right. Right. So, Lucid dreaming is when you have the control to change what's happening around you. Would you say that you're able to recognize that you're in a dream more often, but you're out of control? Yeah, I think I can pretty often
1: recognize if I'm in a dream, especially if it's a bad dream. I pretty quickly figure out, oh, this is a dream. I can wake up.
0: Mm hmm. And that's something we had to teach ourselves.
1: Yeah. I've only been able to lucid dream, though, when I get stuck in one of those, like, awaking loops, like you wake up, but you're still in a dream. I've only had
0: had that happen to me, like,
1: once. No, that has happened to me a few times, especially with naps. Like, if it's the middle of the day and I shouldn't be sleeping and I'm coming up on, like, hour three of that nap, (laughs) it gets real weird. Mm -hmm. But that's how I've been able to lucid dream.
0: See that would lead me into sleep paralysis, but we'll get we'll get more on that later. So lucid dreaming is when you can control and manipulate aspects of your dream reality and I'm pulling this off of a few different websites BuzzFeed being one of them because <laughs> I just it's one of our favorites. I. Uh, I know it's not a real source, but I feel like it's kind of like Wikipedia where you get a good gist of things. Yeah. Generally. And it's very readable. Yeah. So, not like Dre- scientific American. <laughs> <laughs> lucid dreaming was first described in 1913. Um, mm-hmm. So he was trying to recount a dream in which he could act voluntarily. This is a Dutch psychiatrist. And so he was trying to talk about how he could act voluntarily. He had full awareness Um, But he was still, you know, deep asleep. And so he was in control, I guess. Lucid dreaming is being in control. Well, I'm surprised it wasn't, like, recorded before then.
1: I I feel like... Maybe it's just because he's a psychiatrist and he was able to, like, write something
0: scholarly about it. Yeah, write something scholarly about it because all of these things about dreaming are, like, very pervasive in culture. And this is where we get a lot of, like legends and demons and things once yeah. you get into the scary sleep the nightmares and the things that like come for you in your sleep and that sleep paralysis monster yeah that sleep paralysis monster Ooh. but i guess he says what makes it different from a hallucination is that your physical body can't feel anything that you do false <laughs> like what do you or mean maybe like external stimuli yeah no external stimuli enter your dream perception but oh okay
1: so like stuff that's actually happening to your physical body i was gonna say because like you feel things in dreams yeah you
0: feel things in dreams but i guess not the other way around but i feel like that's different because if you ever fall asleep in a weird position i feel like that impacts your dreams well it might impact them but it's not like not affecting your lucid dreaming abilities or something maybe maybe I don't know. Researchers uh, found that about 51% of people have experienced a lucid dream at least once. That's mind blowing to me. Cause that's so little. Yeah. 50% at least once. I would have thought it was so much higher.
1: <laughs> I was under the presumption that once I figured out lucid dreaming, I would be able to do it pretty much whenever I wanted. And that has not been the case.
0: No, it has to be special circumstances. Yeah, I guess it's like mine is usually falling asleep in such a way to where it's slow enough to where I start to gain control. I, I think that's whenever mm. I lucid dream the most is like as, being aware that you're falling into it. Mm-hmm, as you are falling asleep, you know it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like sometimes it happens in the middle of a dream for me where I'm like, oh, I'm in a dream. I know it. But most of the time it's as I fall asleep, I know But what's going on. Are you able
1: to lucid dream every time you're aware that you're dreaming?
0: every time I guess like we talked about last week um my nightmares generally aren't very scary anymore because I know they aren't real I watch them like a movie so I guess it's kind of like I know it's a dream I, or at least I know it's not real because I don't actually get scared of them anymore yeah that's still so strange to me that you would just stay and watch though <laughs> stay and watch what's happening or I guess it's not just like watching like a screen but I'm like a character in it yeah yeah You know it's not real. Yeah, I know it's not real, and I know it's not me. I would still just, like, I don't want this and wake up. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I haven't woken up from a nightmare in a little bit. Hmm. Um, Like most, you know, sleep phenomenons and disorders, this um, can occur or begin occurring in childhood, adolescence. Um, It's easier... To study adults, however, who lucid dream. I guess not as many studies have been done on, like, children and adolescents because it's harder for them to, like... They'll just lie about They'll it. just <laughs> Harder for them to describe or m- make sense of it, I guess, than an adult would. Yeah, probably also harder to just do
1: sleep studies on children.
0: Yeah, I bet it's There's hard liability there, probably. Mm-hmm. So um, some of the data show that people who can lucid dream tend to also have a higher metacognitive ability. Um, yeah, like they're more aware of their their mental states and, and their yeah, yeah that self awareness. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. MRI brains have been done on lucid dreamers, and this is saying that sometimes, or I guess it has been shown that they have more gray matter volume which deals with conscious thought, memory, decision-making, and Hmm. self-control, which would also increase your metacognitive ability.
1: Sure. Do you think they're better at lucid dreaming because they have more gray matter, or do you think they Mm. develop more gray matter while
0: lucid dreaming? That's a good question. Which came first, the gray matter or the lucid dream? (laughs) Yep. We'll never know. That would have to be like a lifelong study of someone who you hope would be a lucid dreamer. You got a 50-50 chance, yeah, of being able to figure it out.
1: 51-49 chance, you mean.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, I found a website called, I think it's lucidity.com, which I thought was really interesting. And it's Mm. this very poorly constructed, very simple website that's just like... Instructions. Instructions about lucid dreaming and all about lucid dreaming. And it's broken down into a bunch of categories. And so I just kind of like looked through it and it had all the basic... Information about like why would you want to lucid dream? How should you start trying to? Um, why would you want to lucid dream? Yeah. Why would you
1: want to control a fantasy world where anything can happen?
0: Yeah, I'm on part of it. Two point two point or two point one point one adventure and fantasy. So the first thing that attracts people to lucid dreaming is the potential for wild adventure and fantasy fulfillment. That's a direct quote from <laughs> I think lucidity.com. I just think it's funny that, like, I don't know. It's put forth as almost like a scientific website, but it also has these I don't know, sort of flowery language that I like. Another reason you might want to get into lucid dreaming is overcoming your nightmares, which you were talking about uh, is to have the control. The control. And if you're
1: having like nightmares or anxieties about things in your real life, I think it could be very helpful if you could in your dream tackle those anxieties and then, you know, have the confidence to tackle them in real life. Yeah. Safe space.
0: Um, what else about lucid dreaming? Uh, the two main things that people do when they lucid dream is fly and have sex. And I can attest to that. That's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> that like the first thing you do when you realize, I'd say in the middle of a dream, because when, I don't know, as I go to sleep, it is mixed together with like starting a dream mm-hmm. and whatever my dream world is forming around me that kind of gets stuck into it. But if you're in the middle of a dream and you're like, la 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 wait, this is a dream. It's usually you just start jumping until you can fly or the other thing. I haven't figured out how to fly in my dreams. <laughs> you figured out everything else. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I managed to lucid dream. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love flying in my dreams. i I don't know. Not like a human will ever know what it feels like to fly unaccompanied, but I'd like to think I do.
1: <laughs> I just really want to try hang gliding, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I should try hang gliding and be like, is this like it? Is this what I dreamed about? I am sh- I feel like surely it's so close because your dreams capture every little detail and it's freaky deaky like. But isn't your flying more like.
1: Well, you have leaping and then flying.
0: Yeah, and those can be separate, but in order to fly, like I don't just jump up off the ground because your brain likes to do that thing where whatever you want, it doesn't want you to have. Yeah, So if give I'm, you some loose laws of physics to follow. Yeah, and so if, I, if I'm going to fly in a dream, I have to start by like jumping and flying a little bit, jumping and flying a little bit, or like controlling my mind to float a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's usually short bursts. And then eventually, once you get high up enough, you're flying. And then you look down and you fall and you're like, not today, Satan. And you come back up. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what it's like to fly in your dreams. (laughs) Uh, Maybe someday. Maybe someday. You just got to. A girl can dream, (laughs) right? (laughs) Just got to focus on staying aware as you sleep. See, that sounds like me, like, not being able to let go. Yeah. But I fall asleep anyway, but I'm still there, still paying attention. That sounds like type A Katie to me. (laughs) Type A Katie. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm just like, okay, done with
1: the day, time to shut down, start back up in the morning.
0: No, I guess I've gotten better at shutting down in some ways, but I guess my brain is still doing stuff. I don't know. So that's lucid dreaming. Gotta have the control well, is it time to get spooky? Yes, let's get spooky.
1: Okay, disclaimer. The last time we talked about sleep paralysis, <laughs> it caused me to experience sleep paralysis.
0: Mm-hmm. And you for the never first
1: s- and only time. Yeah. And I was real upset about it. It's kind
0: of upsetting. Kind of. This has it's- shaped humanity. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot.
1: <laughs> so, is there always the demon there?
0: So sleep paralysis is divided into three subsections Ah. and this is you so it it almost always consistently falls into one of three categories the intruder so there are sounds of doorknobs shuffling, footsteps, a shadow man or a sense of a threatening presence in the room. Mm -hmm. There is the incubus, feelings of pressure on your chest, difficulty breathing, the sense of being smothered, strangled, sexually assaulted by a malevolent being or you feel just that dread like you're going to die or there's the vestibular motor, a sense of spinning, falling, floating, flying, hovering over your body or having an out of body experience. Mm. So these are the three different types of sleep paralysis and let's backtrack a, a little little bit into what sleep paralysis is or why it happens yeah why okay and isn't it
1: like associated with lucid dreaming like you're more Mm -hmm. likely to experience it so
0: factors linked to sleep paralysis include narcolepsy irregular sleeping patterns sleeping on your back a history of sleep paralysis and i will say my one and only sleep paralysis was because i was sleeping on my back as well and i will tell that story in a moment (laughs) um but yeah, it's it's one of those malfunctions as you're going to sleep where your body does that thing where it's like, all right, we're going to sleep. You can't move, even though you're having all these vivid dreams. So it shuts your body down so yeah, that you can't to keep you safe to keep you safe. It shuts you down so that you can't move. And sometimes there's just, you know, a misfiring, a bad timing in your brain and your consciousness will wake up before your body can fully wake up.
1: Yeah, so you are like, you're receiving the visual input of your surroundings, right? Not
0: always. Cause I guess, sleep paralysis, if you're paralyzed, you might not be able to open your eyes or your eyes might already be open. A lot of people sleep with their eyes open or half open or they open Mm. and close them while they sleep. Yeah, So you may or may not be getting any sort of like visual cues that you are aware of, but it's just, you're awake, And you can't move your body. Like, if you've ever had a limb that fell asleep, like, all the way asleep and you can't move it. But it's your whole body. But it's your whole body. Which is scary in and of itself. And then the shadow man shows up. (laughs) And then the shadow man shows up and laughs in your face. And you can't move. And puts his hand on your chest
1: and just holds you there.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'll tell my story and then you can tell yours. Okay, okay, go. So... I don't think mine was triggered by reading or talking about sleep paralysis, but I had heard stories and, like... When was it that... Oh, I don't know. It was in this apartment. So, okay. I'd say a year, the past, two years. Yeah, a year or two ago, I took a nap um, with the lights on and the fan on because I didn't want to take a nap or I didn't want to take a long one. So, I, I... Yeah, I probably wasn't trying to go to sleep because yeah, I... Just so rest I was, your eyes. Yeah, I was just resting my eyes and I just, like laid on my back which is not how i usually sleep Mm -hmm. laid on my back and this is also part of i guess like you said maybe part of lucid dreaming because i started to slip into sleep i could feel myself slipping and my eyes were closing but my eyes didn't close all the way because i could still see the fan and so that was pretty much the only thing i could see laying on my back was the fan so that Mm -hmm. spot right above me and i saw the shadow creeping up from the edge was it a freeform shadow or did it have a shape it had a, a human man-like shape mm-hmm. but no definite details just dark shadow man i saw him come up and like i said the lights were on in my room my room was not dark and scary yeah it was the middle of the day no with it's the lights worse
1: on. with the lights on <laughs>
0: And he came up and he sat on the bed right next to me. And my, I, you know, this is the dream part, I guess. You're half awake, half asleep. Felt my bed shift weight because I yeah. felt him sit right next to me on the bed. <laughs> and he leaned down to my ear and said my name and laughed.
1: That's
0: so scary. It's so scary. I feel like it's going to happen to me again tonight. <laughs> uh. Don't sleep on your back. Make yeah. sure you're, make sure your eyes are closed <laughs> cuz I feel like if my eyes wouldn't have been closed or wouldn't have been open it wouldn't have been like that yeah and I don't usually sleep on my back either yeah, and I, I wonder if maybe, like, I would have fallen asleep, but my eyes were open and that was keeping me awake because the fan was going, maybe? Yeah. I was getting visual input, which kept me from going to sleep, so my body went to sleep without me. Yeah, weird half-asleep state. Yeah, and so Thing is hovering over me, saying my name, laughing creepily, and I'm like, wake up, wake up, move, 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 move. And you can't move for a while, Yeah, a a little too long. And so I think at that point I knew I was dreaming and I was just trying really hard to wake up. How long did it feel like it lasted? From beginning to end? Yeah. Only like a minute Hmm. or two. Not very long. Yeah. I got control. So you were able to wake up? Yeah, I was able to finally start moving and wake up and be like, (laughs) why? Yeah. And luckily, I knew exactly what it was. If you don't know what's going on, that is why. Let's see. What does it say? The histories through, like, human culture hundreds of years ago, sleep paralysis was, you know, just evil beings that... Come come to you in your sleep, demons and things, spirits Mm-mm. come to you and do horrible things to you. And ugh, like, but who's to say <laughs>
1: they're not actual monsters showing up when you have p- sleep paralysis?
0: Who's to say? Um, this is say, saying that there's an estimation that 1.7 to 40 percent of the job <laughs> the general population, <laughs> um could experience sleep paralysis. Well, I bet a lot of people just chalk it up to like
1: a normal nightmare.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is it's different than a nightmare because you can't move your body. Yeah. And I guess in a nightmare you might be dreaming yeah, that you were in a spot where you can't move your body, but I, I feel like sleep paralysis is different. Maybe you do have to have, have your eyes open, or you have to be like aware that you are in this space. Yeah,
1: and you cannot move in this space. Yeah, in real life.
0: In yeah, the space is in real life. You're not in a dreamland, not being able to move because we've all been in dreams where you can't scream or you can't see or yeah. But that's like, just
1: part of a scary dream. Yeah,
0: this is like your actual physical body. Yeah, is not moving even though you're lying there.
1: I'm actually surprised I didn't experience sleep paralysis sooner what with the inception dreams where I like keep waking up and thinking I am in my space you know like waking up in my bedroom and getting up to do something and realizing that's still a dream and then waking up again and going and doing something and then it's still a dream and waking up again so it is weird like disorienting to dream about where you are Mm -hmm. because then you think you're up and you start acting normal and then you're like oh this is not right but yeah i guess that's that's still a different zone than Mm -hmm. the sleep paralysis
0: and apparently sleep paralysis has been linked to um a lot of other disorders i guess sleep paralysis isn't technically a disorder, but if you had it frequently enough, sure as heck would be a disorder. Yeah, I'd have heckin'
1: anxiety all day if Mm -hmm. I had sleep paralysis every night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's been
0: linked to bipolar disorder, schizophrenia. So maybe Um, you're just like more apt to experience it. Yes. Also, and this could be one of the contributing factors, is it's also linked to sleep deprivation or fatigue or stress and gee, if you had bipolar disorder or schizophrenia, you're probably experiencing some of that for one reason or another. Well, yeah, I bet. <laughs> so who's to say what what parts of those are interlinked to each other? Ugh. But yeah, like all those pictures, like if you just, um... Google. Uh, Google, like, sleep, sleep paralysis demon. Shadow man. Shadow man. Things yeah. like that. Like, all the old-timey paintings of the shadows coming to get you.
1: Well, mine was, like, you know those, um... Like the spirit suits, yeah, where you just like you know
0: dressed in a color,
1: yeah, like those are head called, to toe.
0: I know, I know what those are called, and I can't remember what they're called. But you all know what I'm talking about, right? right? The stretchy fabric that's a suit, yeah. And so you can just be
1: like all green or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like that black, but kind of fuzzy. But it was very definitely like a man shape. Mm-hmm. And he came up and stood by my bed And I knew exactly what was happening because we had talked about it the Mm -hmm. night before. And so even in that moment, I was, like, mad at uh, Katie and our friend we had been having this discussion with. I was like, oh, this is their fault. (laughs) They put the idea in my head. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and he just stood by me for a minute and put his hand on my chest. So it was like I couldn't move because of him holding me down. And then, but I knew what was going on. I was like, if I can just move a toe. And I, like, tried to, like, wiggle my fingers and toes and eventually got out of it. But it was upsetting.
0: Yeah. And that's what it said also is, like, it usually the, what would you, the episode, the episode ends whenever you're finally able to move, like, one of your body parts and then you can break it. Right. And then once you can move, you're awake. Mm -hmm. And the evil demons go away because you're not asleep anymore. (laughs) Oh... Well, we hope this doesn't <laughs> give you nightmares. Yeah I guess it doesn't sound like the most horrifying things. I feel like the things we described um last week. Last week were are yeah. scarier,
1: gorier. But, but I don't know, this one like disturbs me more for some reason. It's because
0: it's in your it's real because you're awake enough. Yeah. It's like, not a dream. Like I like, fear it differently than a nightmare. Yeah. Because you know what a nightmare is. It's just in your brain or yeah. whatever while you're asleep. And this, I can
1: always make myself wake up from nightmares.
0: Yeah. The sleep paralysis is different because you can't move for yeah. an indeterminate amount of time. You're stuck. Stuck. Yeah. Ooh. Well. Well. There it is.
1: Lucid dreaming, sleep paralysis, what even are our dreams? To quote the great Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. when we all fall asleep, where, where do, we do we go? go? <laughs> you go deep into your brain. Yeah. And, yeah. and you hope you come back
0: out again. <laughs> you hope you come back out <laughs> again. Just kidding. You always do. Don't be scared to fall asleep, friends. Mm-hmm. And we didn't touch on any of the other sleep disorders. There are plenty. Yeah. You know, narcolepsy sleepwalking. I'm sure there's other ones that are less well-known. Sleep-sexing. Is that not part of sleepwalking? That's probably linked. (laughs) Probably linked somehow. (laughs) Should have done more research on sleepwalking because that one's interesting. Also, sleep-talking. I have known many people who sleep-talk at least a little bit. Yeah. That's always fun. So, dear listener, please send us in your weird sleep occurrences, whether these be sleep terror things, terror e things, or maybe if you're one of those sleep talkers or sleep walkers. Yes. Or if you just have
1: interesting dreams you've had, we still want to hear those. Yes.
0: And, and am I missing a dream? I think I told you the most interesting part of my dreams this week. That just made me sad, but also made me laugh that I knew I was dreaming, but I talked myself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send us your dreams and other things to gstbfbf
1: at gmail.com or on Instagram at
0: gstbfpod. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. Ah, Sweet dreams. Good night. I guess.